This program was recorded for broadcast at this time. Welcome to What's the Score, a series solely dedicated to the support of Central Florida small business and entrepreneurs, donated as a community service by Salem Media Group. And now, here's Christopher Hart, Rich Jekyll, and Lucy Valido. Hello again, and welcome to What's the Score, the show designed to help you come up with that winning combination and put it into perfect execution. And even though we don't have Mr. Perfect here with us today, he'll be back next week, hopefully. That, of course, being Rich Jekyll, we do have none other than still one half of the dynamic award-winning duo of SCORE volunteers, and that, of course, is Lucy Polito with us today. Hey, Lucy, how are you doing? Hey, I am great. I am not Mrs. Perfect, but I'm trying. I'm working hard to get there. (laughs) (laughs) Kind of hard to live up to that, isn't it? It Uh, sure is. I am Christopher Hart of the American Adversaries Radio Show. But, of course, this show is all about a great organization, which is, of course, SCORE. And everything they have to offer the whole community here. And, of course, each and every one of you who desires to be an entrepreneur or already is one or know somebody who wants to be one or is one because score has great volunteers great educational excuse me educational programs great networking and all of it there for you and it's a nationwide organization but this office here locally I'll tell you what they are hard to beat they are award winners so if you will uh, check out score at the national level by going to score.org uh, you know thousands tens almost uh, 17,000 i think score volunteers nationwide offices all over the country and all of that you can find at score.org as well as a lot of other great they're building up a huge archive i noticed uh, lucy of great educational programming you know score as a as a general company nationwide has outstanding educational systems and we in Orlando have very good programs and one of the things about us is we keep looking for new things all the time because obviously we have new entrepreneurs in different fields and we have to stay up to date with that also so if you go to our website you're going to find a lot of uh, interesting things uh, that uh, we have to offer a lot of technology stuff is up and running uh, I'm not one of the techies, but I can tell you that it's, you know, if you need them, come to them because they're there. We have it. And we have people who actually teach that kind of stuff. I may even decide to take one of those programs myself one of these days. <laughs> and once again, you can go to score.org to find out exactly what Lucy is talking about. Also, they have every form of business document that you would need to see examples of templates as they were, as they are, and that is there for you to take and use freely for yourself. For instance, if you need a particular business plan for a particular type of business, you'll find them there at score.org, and you'll find examples. You can just download them, basically put in your own information, and you have it right there. And, of course, here locally, they have also great volunteers, great educational programming they're developing, constantly uh, providing and then putting in their archive now at orlando.score.org, orlando.score.org. And they've got one of the best newsletters around, i got to tell you. Uh, the folks down there at SCORE that put it out, Robin and the other folks, do a great job with the newsletter. And you'll see what I mean when you go there. And please do sign up for that newsletter at orlando.score.org. You'll know everything that they 
have going on. And there's always something going on with SCORE and the local business community here. And you'll also find the schedule for the Coffee with a Leader series. That is a bi-monthly program that they put on with usually an outward outsourcing sort of the the uh, presenters that, in other words, they're not usually score volunteers. They have people that they bring in from outside in the community, say social media specialists or business coaching specialists or sales specialists. And then, of course, they have their own educational uh, offerings, which are presented primarily by SCORE volunteers, and that is more of the basics of business itself that can apply to any business. Right, Lucy? That is correct, and uh, you're right. We have an awful lot of people from the outside that come in to give these uh, classes and or these seminars, and, and it's really very interesting because they're entrepreneurs themselves who have been very successful, and so they want to come and share their experience and teach us things so you know and you know right now all of this stuff is the terrible word that rich loves to say yeah he does fling it about quite frequently and what lucy is talking about and that would be of course the cost to you and that is for not only the educational programming which we've been talking primarily about here but of course also the mentorship program that we talked about a lot on last week's show all of this at the same bargain basement price of lucy what is it oh it's that terrible word that I now have to say because Rich didn't show up. Yeah. And it's free. Yeah. Not so terrible if you're on the receiving end. But of course, this is because other sponsors are pick, are picking up the costs because SCORE is a nonprofit organization. And by the way, if you would like to be a sponsor or help out with the costs, you can go to Orlando.score.org. But that's not the intention for people who need their services. The intention is that it is flows to you at absolutely no charge. But uh, once again, you can go to Orlando.score.org to check out all of this. And please, if you have a particular question, call them on the phone. You'll actually get a human being. And that number is 407-420-4844 for SCORE, 407-420-4844. And as we were saying, SCORE networks with a lot of great organizations, and one of those great organizations is Center State Bank. They're a local community bank here, and we've had the Senior VP of Economic Development on the show with us before, and he's back again. And, of course, I'm talking about Phil Zeman. How you doing, Phil? I'm doing great, Chris. How are you today? Excellent, excellent. Well, you know, it's I know it's been, what, about six or eight months since you've been on the show? I think I was here, what, a month and a half ago or so. Oh, with, was uh, it that recently? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we brought, um, who was that? Um, I'll think about it in the middle of it. But yeah, okay. Well, you know, actually, was that the gentleman for crowdfunding? I think. Um, oh, something. Actually, it was no. It was Jason uh, Ben, one of uh, Ben's one of Ben's uh, students there at uh, My Venture. Okay, uh, My Venture. Yeah. All right. Well, we're going to get yeah. to that, but uh, remind folks uh, who you are and what Center and State Bank is. Sure, uh, and in fact, uh, thank you. Chris, um, as Chris mentioned, I'm Phil Zeman. I'm Community Economic Development Relationship Manager with Center State Bank. And the next time on the show, I'll be saying I'm from South State Bank. We're, we're about the end of putting our merger together with uh, South State. And it truly is a merger of equals. Uh, we are in Florida, Georgia, and Alabama, Center State, and South State is in 
North, South Carolina and Virginia. So it truly is, you know, three states from each side coming together and basically pretty much the same. We're a little bit bigger than them. But at the end of the day, we're going to be a better organization because South State brings a lot of different um, them that we we didn't have and vice versa so it really is going to be a great organization but how we made our mark in our communities being a community bank and i always get the question how are you going to be continue to be a community bank because you're going to be 38 billion now that we are and that that by that size alone says we're not but we have a decentralized model chris in each market where all the local decisioning is right there for in central florida for instance in orlando we have a market president, we have our credit administration, all the operations right there. So even though we're part of a bigger organization, we still act and feel in our community banks. So that's that's why I'm there. And that's why all my colleagues are here, because we can be more responsive to our customers. Hey, uh, Phil, I, I noticed that as I drove around town, you seem to be growing in branches. Is that my just impression or, or how many no, we, branches do you have now? We, 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 um, you know, with, uh, we, we, we acquired, um, a couple of banks in the last two or three years that had a really good presence here in central Florida. So we, yeah, we've added two or three branches right here in central Florida, but at the end of the day, when it's all said and done, I think we're going to be about 270 branches throughout our six state footprint. So, uh, yeah, we're, we're, we're getting to be a good sized regional bank, but again, the most important part not only to our customers, but to us individually as employees, is that we look and feel in our community bank. Yeah, that's very important today. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Sure Absolutely. And tell us about your guest that you brought with us today, Ben Hoyer. Well, as I mentioned before on the show, Chris, you know, one of the things I've done, I've had two banking careers. I'm in my second. And before I got into my second banking career, I said, I'm going to do things differently. And because banks, are very important in the business cycle or business economy, but um, we can only, we serve a certain business niche. You know, those that are, have been in business a little while, two or three years that are, you know, operating and sustaining and profit, things like that. And so every time I used to meet with an early stage company there, I would know that they're going to be successful, but I couldn't help them. And my first stage in, in banking, I pretty much said, I'm sorry, we can't help you, blah, blah, blah. So the second stage, I, I spent time really trying to understand our resources in our community. And, and Ben is one of those. He's He put together a social enterprise company that focuses on early stage companies. And so we we have crossed paths numerous times because of new mutual contacts. And I've just been impressed by what he and his partners have been doing in our marketplace with Rally and Credo, which you'll learn a little bit more about. But it's those are two of the really impressive organizations that not only are helping small businesses, but are helping small businesses with a purpose. And that uh, makes it that much better because not only are they going to be able to turn profits, but they're going to be contributing back positively to our community. Okay. Uh, Well, I tell you what, we're coming up on a break and when we come back, we'll get uh, Ben Hoyer to join us in the conversation. Once again, you are listening to What's the Score. We appreciate that. Go to orlando.score.org to sign up for the newsletter and see what's going on at SCORE currently. 
And if you have a particular question, feel free to call them. During normal business hours, you'll get a human being. If not, they'll call you right back. If it's in off hours, they'll call you at the first business day, 407-420-4844. For SCORE, it's 407-420-4844. And don't forget to like us, and particularly Rich, on Facebook. That's SCORE Orlando on Facebook. So uh, please stay with us. We'll be right back with Phil Zeman, Ben Hoyer, Lucy Polito, and myself with What's the SCORE? We are back. We are What's the Score? And by we, I mean myself, Christopher Hart, and Lucy Polito of Score. Rich isn't with us this week. He'll be back next. And But we do have Phil Zeman, Senior Vice President of Economic Development, currently of Center State Bank. What's it going to be, you said, in a couple of weeks? South State Bank? South State Bank, at the end what, of May, and May what, 31st. What will be the website? SouthStateBank.com? That's correct, yeah. Okay. All right. And uh, Ben Hoyer is with Phil today. Ben, how are you doing? I'm doing great, man. Thanks. I'm really excited to be here with y'all. All All right. Well, appreciate you coming in and being with us. How about tell us a little bit about yourself first. Uh, Are you from around this area or are you in this area? (laughs) Uh, Yeah, totally. I I grew up. I I claim Orlando as home, though it it was really Lake Mary I grew up in um, and went to University of Florida lived abroad for a little bit lived well not abroad abroad for a florida boy in st louis and denver and then uh, came back that's almost out of the country right it's a different world might as well be yeah yeah Denver felt pretty different i'll tell you that i'm sure it uh, did and uh made my way back back to orlando area in 2009 and 10 uh and have really been been settled in since then same place longest i've lived anywhere my same house right on the south side of downtown Okay, what'd you do in terms of when you got out of college? I mean, I just kind of explored. I, I was a I, I was a philosophy major in college, so uh, I tell people I approach life pretty philosophically, and <laughs> uh, so I found places to um, just odd places to work in Denver um, and in St. Louis. Lived in the city, worked at the uh, Cardinals Bush Stadium. I grew up Cardinals fan, sold souvenirs. Uh, hiked mountains when I could in the summer and skied in the winter. My wife and I uh, lived in both those places. By the time we came back, we had two kids. Uh, we got three now. And uh, so that keeps us pretty busy. Well, congratulations. And uh, I'm a philosophy, political science major myself. So, uh, Oh, you get it. I do. I think I do. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So, well, uh, how, tell us how you ended up uh, hooking up with uh, Phil. Oh man, it's funny. I'm trying. I think we must have met Phil. We must have met through Lyft Orlando. Yeah. Um, so um, the work that I I started back in 2010 was was an organization called Downtown Credo that started as a nonprofit and has evolved. But part of my goal, the main goal with Downtown Credo, is trying to become a person of meaning, impact, and community and then cultivate networks like that. And so in that work, I just make friends around town that are living with meaning, impact, and community and try and build, help build networks around them. And one of those people is Eddie Moriton that runs Lyft Orlando. And I'm always trying to figure out a way I can plus his efforts. And I know Phil is in that circle too, 
trying to plus the efforts of Lyft Orlando. So we crossed paths there thinking about how could we join forces with people that are making a good impact in town. Uh, Phil, back to you. If you could remind folks, and of course we have new listeners, even since you were on the show with us just a few weeks ago, um, what Lyft Orlando is. Lyft Orlando, uh, it simply is the sole solution to our biggest social problem in America, uh, meaning that it it's going into a low-income inner-city community and transitioning it from cradle to career is the concept to provide an environment so that a child born in that community has the same opportunity of success as somebody, in, in this case, right across the street at College Park. They're just south of Colonial, uh, west of downtown in the Paramore area. And basically, it's a it's part of a purpose-built community, which is headquartered out of Atlanta. And there's I think 27 or 28 of these communities going on right now throughout the United States. And um, one has already been done successfully out of it outside of Atlanta called East Lake. And in the, the, again, the concept is just like they're doing here in Orlando. They, they've just completed actually building the girls and boys clubs, but they have a hundred million dollars either completed or on the, on the uh, drawing board, actually building right now of investments to transition that community. They got two multifamily communities that they completed. They have an early learning center. Uh, They just opened the the top boys and girls club in all of the United States right there. In fact, they just had the grand opening a couple of weeks ago. And I just saw a video this morning of the young kids coming in today. So that's brand new. And then they are have a, uh, there's a health and wellness center that's going to be breaking ground here before the end of the year. And that's a partnership between uh, Orlando Health and Advent Health. Very rarely do you get two huge competing healthcare agencies working together in a joint venture. So there's a lot of great things going on in Lyft Orlando that hopefully we can take that concept, purpose-built communities continue to spread throughout the U.S. And at some point in time, my goal, my not goal, I'm not involved in it, but my wish is that the gov- Congress gets a hold of this, understands that it truly is the solution that we've all been trying to find out, try to figure out this problem, and uh, we rechannel welfare dollars to the purpose-built community type concept to uh, improve our world. Really, I see. Um, and so you're seeing this working up close, Ben. Uh, ben I take it. Oh yeah, man. Lyft is like like full fledged community development, education, jobs, housing, all of it. And, um, and it's an effort that we wanted to help. So um, Rally, an organization that helped lead, got involved with helping to do some business and entrepreneurial training and, and Phil with Center State was doing the same. And so that's how we met um, uh, maybe two years ago now. Yeah. I can never tell time anymore. I told somebody that something happened a year and a half ago, and I found out it happened six months ago. It just feels like it's been a year and a half, so who uh, knows how long. Well, you heard me with Phil earlier in the show. I mean, it, it's especially this last <laughs> year or so, time has kind of been suspended more or less. So uh, That's right. It, it, it's, yeah. uh, well, so, um, so tell us more what your, what your goal is in terms of uh, – your organization. Tell us about your personal, your your particular organization. Is it called Credo or is that Credo, or am I getting this wrong? Yeah, I, I say Credo. Okay. If you're Latin, you might say it cre- Credo. Okay. I, I call it Credo. It's just like 
when I moved back and I, and I knew I was going to be in Orlando long term, I wanted the city to be different because I was here. And I looked at it and said, in what way could I be build a life that I like and make an impact on my city? And I felt like if I could help people move towards lives of meaning, impact and community, um, then no matter who they are, how much stuff they have, they would like their lives better. So I started Downtown Creed as an effort to just plant a flag for meaning, impact, and community and give people small incremental steps to move in that direction. Um, I started a lot of different programs under that banner. Um, One of the main ones is this Name Your Price coffee shop. We have two of them now in a coffee roastery where we source coffee directly from micro growers and then let people name their price for the coffee. So their cup of coffee is a step in the direction of becoming a person of impact. Okay. Uh, do you have a website? I do, man. That's, that's downtowncredo.com. And, um, and out of that organization spun Rally, the Social Enterprise Accelerator, which probably is, is right on par for the conversation we're having today. Um, Rally is a, is a collective effort of successful entrepreneurs, um, impact-minded businesses, Uh, Rollins College, the city of Orlando, Orange County, all trying to come around very early stage social entrepreneurs with money and mentorship and help them take their next step in in creation or growth or development. So we help uh, entrepreneurs, social entrepreneurs um, get started, early stage social entrepreneurs. Okay. And when you you say you... you... Go ahead, Lucy. Yep. Sorry. Sorry. Go ahead. I was going to say, when you say you help them, you help them in in mentorship or you help them with money or what exactly, what kind of guidance do you give them? Yeah, thanks for asking, Lucy. Our main program is a four-month accelerator that we run twice a year. So we open applications, select a group of social entrepreneurs that we feel like we can help them move to their next stage. Our program is really built around two main tools, the Social Lean Canvas, which is an adaptation of the Lean Business Model Canvas and a theory of change, which helps them build like a strategic and evidence-based strategy to making an impact in the world. So our entrepreneurs sometimes are starting nonprofits, sometimes they're starting for-profits or benefit corporations or hybrids of the both. They want to build a business that generates money and makes a positive social, economic, or environmental impact in the world. And we help them then, we connect with them once a week to do founders talks where we feature uh, successful entrepreneurs that tell their story and where people can glean advice. And then we have a once a week coaching call. And then we pair them with two, what we call rally makers. And rally makers are donors to, to rally that also are successful entrepreneurs and ready to help early stage entrepreneurs succeed. And they meet with those rally makers twice a month. So we're really surrounding them with a lot of help trying to open up networks. And then when they get done with our four month accelerator, we have a showcase And the goal then with that showcase is to put them in front of their next step, whether that's a strategic partner, um, an early stage investment, a first customer, whatever their next step in business growth is, we try and get them to that place. Okay. All right. And once again, that is Ben Hoyer. And that website again, once again, Ben, please. That's rallysea.com. Rallysea.com. All right, so when we come back, of course, we'll continue the conversation with Ben 
and of course Phil Zeman of Center State, Center State, soon to be South State Bank, and of course Lucy Polito of Score. And once again, if you have any particular questions that somebody at Score can answer, call them at four zero seven four two zero forty eight forty four. If they can't answer it, they'll find somebody like Phil who can answer it for you. Four zero seven four two zero four eight four four. The phone number for Score. And then once again, don't forget to sign up for the excellent newsletter so you're up to date on everything Score is up to date on and everything Score is doing. And that, of course, is at orlando.score.org. And that's where you also sign up for events if you want to participate in the Zoom events when they are presented live. And once again, at absolutely no charge, thanks to great sponsors. All right, so we'll take another break. And don't forget, you are listening to What's the Score. We really do appreciate it. We'll be right back with a whole lot more. We're back. We are What's the Score, and by we, I mean Lucy Polito, award-winning volunteer at SCORE, and myself, Christopher Hart, and our guest today, Phil Zeman. He's like a regular contributor now, so I'm going to start calling you a contributor. How about that there, Phil? That's great. <laughs> that's, just one notch, that that's just one notch below co-host. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> and then uh, our guest, uh, along with Phil Zeman of Center State, soon to be South State Bank, and that is Ben Hoyer of Credo, and that is RallySEA.com, was it? Was that? Did I yeah, get... so I, it's I, it's confusing. People get confused. I wear several hats, but Downtown Credo is the organization that I founded. Okay. And then Rally, I, is, I work as the COO for Rally, so they're two separate. Downtown Credo is a benefit corporation. Rally is a nonprofit doing social enterprise uh, early stage support. Well, you just anticipated my next question because that it was going to be, is this a not-for-profit uh, organization? <laughs> oh, yeah. Rally is a non- non-profit, and that's rallysea.com. Yeah. And, and Phil, this, uh, of course, uh, addresses a, maybe a question for you that you, you folks also at Center State, South State, work with not-for-profit organizations to help them succeed as well. We sure do. And in fact, I think I mentioned it last time I was here that – I took a new role in the bank that was just created last year, community and economic development relationship manager. And that's the, the whole intent, you know, in general banks do a great job serving the community at a variety of levels, but just like anything else, we can always do a little bit better. And so the bank thought it might make sense to really spend time and have a direct focus on nonprofits and community development organizations as it relates to lending. So this position was open last year and I was fortunate to get it. And it's just been, it's been a wonderful experience and, and we haven't even really scratched the service. It's just, it's allowed me to really take a deeper dive in our community and really understand, really understand the great organizations that I already knew were out there, but didn't understand it to the depth that I'm starting to learn about it now. And, and again, that, you know, that brought me to Ben and rally and, um, you know, I was talking to Ben offline there that how I first was introduced to them was I met Rob Panapinto. Is Rob the president of Rally? Yeah. And so, and, and at that time, I think Rally was maybe not even a concept stage, but it was at a it was at a um, chamber meeting luncheon, probably a year or so after I came here. It was in like 2013, and I sat next to Rob. And this other gentleman, uh, Sean Seipler, and um, he Sean was talking about this company that 
he just started and where he was going to all the hotels, you know, getting the soap, getting the soap that people use because they get, they throw the soap out every day. Obviously they're not going to use it for the next customer, but they used to just throw it out. And so Sean developed or understood the social purpose for the soap being that they recycle it and then uh, distribute it to folks in, you know, poor communities in Africa and third world countries. And I'm like, how can you make money of that? But I mean, (laughs) one thing to another, and he's created this business model that has become successful and they're doing great in here in Orlando. And now Sean's on the board of rally. So, you know, I was just thinking, I was telling uh, Ben, this might be kind of a, a good company to talk about. And then there's another one, the guest that I brought on last time, Chris is uh, Jason Crystal with My Venture, and he just graduated from Ben's rally's cohort and is about ready to do the presentation. So I thought those would be two good examples that Ben could talk about as far as types of companies that go through Rally's program and Rally helps them launch into their entrepreneurial world. So how is it? Yeah, definitely. Oh, go ahead, Ben. Oh, yeah, go ahead, uh, well, I was going to direct it to you anyway. Go ahead. I was just going to say that the Clean the World's a really good example of a social enterprise because um, they they have two goals. One, they're they're a hybrid organization. They have a for profit and a non profit arm underneath one branded identity, and the goal of that one singular branded identity is to build a business that generates revenue and to work to end communicable diseases, right? And they're doing that by recycling soap. They get paid to take away the soap from hotels. Then they deliver that into developing countries, whether that's Haiti or like Phil mentioned, uh, Sub-Saharan Africa, places where they're still learning about washing hands, right? And so they measure the, the effectiveness of clean the world, not merely on generating a profit, but also on impacting this problem in the world. So social entrepreneurs are doing two things. They're trying to say a company can do more than just one thing with your dollar. We can do two, and sometimes people would say a triple bottom line. So uh, Clean the World works for that too because the third bottom line is the environmental impact. And so what they do is they measure their impact on communicable diseases in developing countries. They measure their impact on remediating waste in landfills by repurposing the soap. And then they measure their effectiveness on making a profit. So they have this triple bottom line that they're measuring themselves against. And so the program we have at Rally is really trying to help these social entrepreneurs build a robust business plan and also an impact plan so that they're holding themselves accountable to at least these two things. And you you have to have both sides of the equation to make it work, right, Phil? Absolutely. And that, that was my, that was my head scratcher when I first talked to, to uh, Sean about that, but um, you know, they obviously put the business model together and the hotels are now paying them to take the soap away. Uh, it's... Yeah. He actually, he started, Sean started that company as a pure nonprofit asking for a donation of soap from the hotels, but the hotels didn't have the time or energy to bother. But once he figured out that they were paying someone to carry that soap away, that they had to pay, pay a trash carrier to, to take that soap away. And if they paid him to remediate the soap, he could also count the waste they were giving and give them, uh, allow them an opportunity to say they're doing so, 
environmental good in the world. So they get the brand benefit of this. Now they get a little placard in the room that say, we're a partner with Clean the World. Look at our environmental impact. Now this is a product that actually is creating value for a customer and it, they understand it. It hits a different department when you come with a sales conversation than a donation conversation. You're creating value for the, for the hotel. Um, so all of a sudden it gains way more traction as a for-profit company than it even did when you first tried as a nonprofit company. And, and Lucy, there, this is like the ideal situation for, for a not-for-profit is that they can continue doing what their goal is to do and not be so tied down by always having to go out solicit donations. I mean, it, and they can still do that too, of course, right? Yeah, I mean, it's it's a wonderful concept that uh, this gentleman, and I think I've met him or I, I know about him from somewhere. You mean of Sean? You mean Sean of this organization? He... Yeah. Okay. Clean the world, yeah. Clean Sean's the world, a, yeah. A really Clean the world. Sean's a really good ambassador for our region. He has offices in Asia, um, in Las Vegas. They're they're worldwide. Uh, he's a really great success story. And Lucy, it's, it's truly it's a great idea. I mean, who would have thought? You know, you you never think about these things. You know, but true. Soap once you know they probably use it once or something, and that's it. And then what happens to it? So I mean, look at that. He thought of of that idea, and then environmentally how much it's also helping so it's it's really great it's amazing how things can happen you you know you start with one concept and then it just develops into so many other things and it's wonderful mm. it's a great thing to see you have an, you had another example as well i think ben yeah he mentioned phil mentioned my venture which is a, a one of our current rally fellows so if you're on our website rallysca.com and you click on the fellows you'll see the different social entrepreneurs that have come through our program and jason is in our current cohort we call it our winter 2021 cohort and with the company called my venture um, jason has started a couple of companies before and just realized the problem that he noticed in the world was how um, narrow the field is that receives venture funding. Actually, something north of 80% of the companies that receive venture funding are at the coasts, California and New York. And they tend to look like white young men. And so the problem that they were trying to solve, my venture's trying to solve in the world, is trying to democratize venture funding. And the way that they're doing that to get more venture funding into different geographies, people in the center of the country, people of color and women founders is a, a crowdfunding equity platform called my venture. So they have low minimums to invest. Um, and then they put it out there to get, to get uh, potentially scalable tech founders access to open-minded investors to democratize venture. And so they are a for-profit business. Uh, they, and, but they have this metric that they measure themselves against. What percentage of founders are we funding that don't look like the typical tech founder that receives venture funding, meaning they're diversified with respect to geography, race, and gender, right? They measure themselves against that metric and the metric, are they making money for their investors? They're a for-profit company that's taken investors that has to make a return. And so they're trying to do both of those things as they build the company. And that's 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 a bit unique that they are being for profit and yet have this social objective. Is it not, Phil? Isn't that sort of unique? It, it, it's totally unique, Chris, and especially coming from a banker. You know, we 
Uh, <laughs> but sometimes we're singularly focused on, you know, obviously for-profit companies that are making a profit. I mean, that's what we have to do because we have to return value to our shareholders as well. And we have the government that's monitoring and making sure that we're doing good loans. So, you know, that's how I was always trained in the professional environment. And it just happened over the last eight or 10 or 12 years that I've had these experiences that uh, led me to, there's a whole different sector out there that has a little bit, has a, a lot of importance that I'm, might, might want to pay attention to. And that's really how I got into this nonprofit world more, so to speak. And the more I get into it, the deeper I get, because it, the, the, I've come across companies just like what, what Ben's doing in Rally, and, and we need to be part of that. And so that's what my role has been started last year, is to really find okay. out how we can be part right. of that. All right. Well, we need to- okay. All right. But we're just going to have to leave it there, but we're going to pick it up where we left off on the other side of the break. You are listening to What's the Score? We'll be right back with more. We are back. We are What's the Score? And we want to thank you so very much for tuning in and telling your friends and family about the show because the audience really has grown, even since Phil was on the show with us a few weeks ago. And that, of course, is Phil Zeman of Center State Bank, soon to be South State Bank, a great local community bank here in Central Florida. You really do need to check them out at Center State Bank, South Sta- and it will be southstatebank.com. And he's brought along with him today Ben Hoyer. And we're learning a whole lot about profitable and money-making, non, not-for-profit organizations that are using that money for their purpose. And uh, this is a great American story here. And, of course, Lucy Polito of SCORE is with us, and I am Christopher Hart of the American Adversaries radio show. And, of course, my radio show and this radio show would not be possible without the great folks here at Salem Media Group Orlando. And they are there to help the whole community by getting the message out, whatever that message is. And, of course, they can get your message out to a mass audience very reasonably, ladies and gentlemen. And whatever that message is, they can help you hone it down so it works on radio. And give them a call here at Salem Media Group Orlando. The number is 407-618-1760, 407-618-1760. They would love to sit down with you, explain how many ways radio can help you. Normally, advertising, you can do that on radio. You can sponsor a show like this one here. You can have your own radio show. You'll hear a lot of that on the weekends in particular. And, of course, they also have Salem Surround, so they can help you with the social media platforms and integrate it all together. Once again, that number, 407-618-1760, and they're here to help you, as is Ben Hoyer. You know, and listening to uh, Ben speak and uh, in the conversation here, this sounds like, you know... Ben is like, uh, you know, sort of like on the front lines, right? I mean, he's he's in the community working directly with these organizations, um, and uh, that's that's a key part of the chain, I think. Here, isn't it? Isn't that kind of what you're seeing in the value of this here, Phil? There's no doubt about it. You know, there, you know, Ben's is driven by his goals and his purpose, and to to really understand that really makes me want to learn more about this whole sector because it is, it's a brand new sector and he is on the cutting edge and it's, and it's one that's going to continue to grow and expand and 
you know, start getting a lot more support because at the end of the day, we all want to have a better world. And, you know, we, we know where we're at right now as a, as a society. It's, it doesn't feel really good what's been happening over the last few years. And to be able to see organizations like Rally and those that have a purpose that are solving big problems, Lift Orlando, you know, there's just a lot of great organizations. And, and what I found in the last year is there are a lot of great organizations out there. And, and I don't know a whole lot because I've just been really trying to figure out this landscape, but there's a lot of these great organizations, but sometimes it feels like they're, they're not working against each other, but they're just out there fragmented. And if somehow we can bring them all together, uh, I think it would uh, help accelerate that whole purpose. And I think Rally is one of those organizations that can help do that. Uh, it's Lucy. Yeah. Yeah. Ben, I have a question. Do you get any support from the local government at all? Oh, Lucy, I'm glad you asked that. Yeah, we, we just did actually in this calendar year. Um, we were included in Orange County's economic development uh most recent disbursement looking at coming out of COVID, how do we accelerate the growth of the, uh, of the economy? Orange County put some money into several different organizations and rally was included there because one of the reasons is because in addition to being social enterprises that have a positive impact and build business, we also tend to see a different demographic of entrepreneurs because we tend to see people who are very um, acquainted with, the problems in the world, whether that's the challenges of of low-income living or the environmental challenges to an earth that they care about. We tend to see more founders of color, more founders of women, uh, women founders. And so Orange County just supported us. And then City of Orlando actually just came in with a large support as well because they're interested in in helping social entrepreneurs that are addressing their future-ready goals, which are around things like um, environmentalism, uh, bridging the digital divide, um, low housing challenges. And so we're about to issue a challenge out to applicants. If you're starting a social enterprise that addresses one of the city of Orlando's seven future ready goals, then you have the potential not only to get in as a future ready fellow, but to access a paid pilot with the city as their first cu- as your first customer. So the Orange County and the city of Orlando just come in as big supporters of Rally. Phil, I'm glad to hear that because obviously uh, you have to have funds coming in from somewhere to help this great work. So I'm glad that uh, both city and Orange County are helping. But I think the whole unique part of this story here today is not that angle. And I need to know that. But it seems to me, Phil and Ben, correct me if I'm wrong. But the the crucial thing here is the application of of free market economic principles. In other words, they're finding a way to make money and then use that money to accomplish a goal, and yet you have to continue to make that. So that these are, it's the application of free market principles here, I think, is what is really uh, unique and what is going to make this durable, don't you think? Phil? Chris, I, or, I agree yeah, 100%. Go ahead, Ben. It's, yes, it's yeah. one of a passion area for me. Oh, sorry. No, that's all right. Please. It's a passion area for me to say that social entrepreneurs are uniquely equipped to drive towards solutions because they have to face a customer. They have to deliver value 
to someone who wants to buy something from them. And so I love the way social entrepreneurs move past treating symptoms and work to address solutions. And I think it's the market facing aspect that forces them to do that. And then and, and therein lie the solutions, because you're it's you're you're basically talking about recycling. Right. But in a profitable fashion so that it can be sustainable and and recycling things that, uh, you know, people use every day and, and, and it'll broaden out from there. I see you nodding your head, Phil. Yeah, no, I mean, it's it, I tell you, I, I, I just really get excited when I see all the fellows that are going through there and what goals they have and what solutions are they're coming up with to solve these social problems. Cause like I said earlier, it, it hasn't really happened before. I mean, people may have come upon things like that by accident, but you have an organization right here in Orlando that is really seeking out and helping these young entrepreneurs in some cases, not so young, really develop these solutions to, to help the world to become a better place. And therein lies lay the answers. Go ahead, Lucy. Yes. No, I was just going to say, how do people know about you? How do this is the first time I hear about a program like this. So how would people who are are interested in doing this, how would they find out about you? Well, Uh, I love this radio opportunity. I love this platform. So thank you for that. Perfect answer. Um, Perfect answer, Ben. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So thank you. Uh, and then uh, we have we we're building up our social media presence. So if you find us with the handle of Rally or Rally SEA on LinkedIn or Instagram or Facebook, and then our website RallySEA.com, um, those are the main places. And we're working on building partnerships like this to continue to get the message out. And and Phil, we're did, about four years old. Yeah, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Finish your thoughts, Ben. Out. No, I was just going to say we're about four years old, so we're just starting to get traction. Uh, and some of these partnerships, we're excited to see where it goes in terms of building applicants. We're pulling right now fellows from all around the world. So right now we, we have a Toronto founder who's working on a paid pilot in Singapore who who's part of our program. Uh, in last cohort, we had someone from Costa Rica. Um, we've had people from Nova Scotia and then lots locally from Orange County all the way up to Jacksonville um, over to Tampa. Wow, Phil, sounds like you found a winner here. You know, it, it, it's, it's an easy one, too. But, um, Lucy, you're right. Uh, this is the big challenge. I mean, just like how I, I try to help market score, you know, with these nonprofit organizations and limited marketing budgets. And I'm going to ask Lois if, if uh, Ben can be on the next meeting for the membership group to get the word out to the mentors there. But, Chris, you're right. It's um, like I said, I can't, I can't overstate it. It's just that I, whatever I can do just by spreading the word and making connections to rally is, is what I, I need to do as a banker and, and talk about it within our bank and introduce them to our other lenders so that they know that this is out there because it's such an important aspect to help our, our world really. Well, Ben, I have about a minute left. Uh, would you like to just uh, sort of close it out? Oh, yeah, sure, man. Thanks. I, I, I'm really glad to get to be here, and I feel like um, Rally has some fun stuff coming up. I did mention this, like, City of Orlando challenge to have a, 
municipality willing to engage the idea of paid pilots with early stage entrepreneurs. Last time we had a subscription composter. Uh, this time we have someone working on the low income housing problems or strategies. Um, so that's a really great opportunity. Watch for that coming up. And then we have our showcase. So if you want to check out what Rally is about, May 11th, um, in the evening from 5.30 to 7, we're going to have it available on Zoom. If you check into our socials or on our website, rallysea.com, you'll find the links to register and see the five fellows we've been working with for the last four months present their business case and their theory of change to make the world a better place. Well, you're doing an awesome thing for the community here. We really do appreciate it. And uh, you've been a great guest on the show today. And once again, that website for Ben is rallysea.com, rallysea.com. And then for Center State Bank, in a few weeks, it's going to be South State Bank. So that'll be southstatebank.com. And it'll all still be the same great organization. They'll just be able to do more for more people. Right, Phil? That is correct, Chris. Thanks a lot for having us. Okay. All right. Well, once again, please do go to Orlando.score.org. Sign up for the excellent newsletter there. You'll know everything SCORE is up to. That's Orlando.score.org. And if you have a particular question or want to get into SCORE in terms of taking advantage of the mentorship program, call them on the phone at 407-420-4844. You might even get Lucy on the phone, right, Lucy? That is correct. I am on duty. All right, 407-420-4844 for SCORE. And until next week, that's all for What's the Score.